Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to your everyday life. Hey, welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. We're Coach Dave, Heather Andrews, and myself, James Johnson. And th- this week, I, you know, we're getting so close here. We're actually, it's got, we're on beach weather. We're, we're, we're here. And Dave, you know, we're at beach weather, and most of us worry about what we look like when we get to the beach. And so what can we do at this last moment, all right, to, to maybe get some of that, get rid that winter wear that we have on and look like we belong at the beach. Yes, swimsuit swimsuit weather with not a lot of effort. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know what? So there's effort and then there's effort. So um, in terms of, of training, I feel like most people do too much overall or they don't do anything. It's that fine in between. Um, I think with a lot of people, almost everybody, you know, it's two main things. And the thing, the first of it is you got to eat less calories than you are burning. If you burn 2000 and you, and you eat 2,300, you're going to keep gaining weight that won't ever improve. So you need to, you know, eat a little less food. It can't be too much though. You know, like if you need, 2000 and you eat a thousand it's too big of a switch between where you are and and what's being burnt off so you know going to down by 100 or 200 every day super helpful the other thing is is just being more active you know heading outside and going for a walk hopping in your garden and doing active things um, it isn't always about, you know, doing like hit, you know, training or heavy strength training or any of those things. Those things are all helpful and those things will all alter what we look like. But the biggest thing is just burning calories all day long by doing things, being active. Those are the two biggest things. If we're going... Further down this path, I would say doing strength training, you know, two to four times every week, um, either doing like full workouts where I'm doing upper core or, or I'm doing a split like, um, you know, Monday, Thursday, I would do upper body, Tuesday, Friday, I would do lower. Um, those things are super helpful adding in some cardio training where we get our heart rate up, you know, super good for a host of things, um, heart health, hormones, everything. Um, and also for that burn, you know, that burning of, 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 calories, huge. Um, those are probably along those lines, Dave, you know, I'm, some people out there are going to laugh and go, oh my God, I can't believe this. Other people are going to go, I, I can relate with that guy. I, I ain't ever going to count calories. I wouldn't have a clue how to count calories. As far as looking at what I eat, I do for about a half a second before I stick it in my mouth. Okay. And so how does, how does a person like me 
worry about calories. And, and you know, I, I don't, I don't want to use me as an example because I have this very high metabolism and I burn off stuff very rapidly. But for the person that doesn't want to count calories and read every label that they have and worry about what they're taking in, what's an easy way to go about doing that? Great question, and I have plenty of people that I, I coach who say that same thing. They're like, I'm so active, I'm so busy all day, I don't have time to, you know, go, go on a phone app or here and there and track everything, and I'm like, no problem. Um, I have a few rules on that, basically, and the first rule is I want everyone to eat a big ass salad. And I use the, the, those terms because I want a plate full of greens. I want a plate full of veggies and, you know, bell peppers and everything else on there. Um, people just simply do not eat enough, you know, greens. They do not eat, eat, eat enough veggies overall. Um, and the fiber that they get from a big ass salad is going to do a few things. It's going to keep you not hungry for a long period of time, um, which will stop you from snacking and overeating. Um, but it's also going to give you all those nutrients that are super important in your overall health. Um, so having a bit of salad every day is number one. Number two is eat more protein each day. So having a shake, having some eggs, having some egg whites, having some cheese, having some elk if you're if you're um um able to, having meats of any kinds, and really focusing on those things first. So eating your meats, eating your proteins of any kind before you eat your carbs or your fat. Huge thing. And then the third thing that I, I think is super duper important to help control hunger, but keep everything just along is drink enough fluids. Now, how do you know if you've had enough? Well, if you go to the bathroom and you pee and your pee is like a dark, cloudy, you know, type of pee, you need to drink more. That's just how it is. Pee should be either clear or have like a, a, a small hint of yellow and almost anything else. And you need to drink more. And I would say that most people do not drink enough. I would start with almost everybody at about 64 ounces and then add in there, you know, um, as much as they're able to um, so that that pee is, you know, good. good, good. So, so Heather, if we're here at this time of year and, and our goal is to eat more salad, what can we be doing right now to grow some more of that? I mean, like I have a, a roommate right now that's, that's going through cancer. And um, so he's, he's totally changed his diet over and, and he's getting up and blending his breakfast every morning. And I told him, look, I says, you know, look out there in the backyard. You see that? That's Swiss yard. That's 
mint, okay? There's there's other things out there that you can be getting, parsley, et cetera, et cetera, that, you know, I don't have to go grow. Uh, you don't have to go to the store and buy all this stuff that you're buying. What can you be growing now? And, and, and let's say you don't have a lot of space. Let's say you live in an apartment or something. Can you grow enough to actually have a salad? Um, absolutely. I mean, they're, the nice thing about a lot of the vegetables and seeds now is they've been designed for container grown food as our population ages and people are looking for either gardening in a smaller space or uh, gardening at what I call eye level instead of getting down on their hands and knees. They're, they're, they're using raised beds and other um other uh, even pots to be able to grow their food in. So there are peppers and tomatoes and uh, even citrus plants that can grow in a pot, not to mention herbs, which have all kinds of uh, cancer uh, properties like uh, cumin. Um, so what I would also recommend, I know you grow lemons at your house, uh, that lemon peel has anti-cancer properties. So even you can freeze those lemons uh, if they're not available all times a year and, and actually grate that lemon peel and use it in recipes. It's very good. Um, I'm certainly still eating a lot of protein here on the East Coast. Um, our peas are really kicking off. And so uh, the pea shoots are full of, of, of nat natural protein. Um, so I'm eating a lot of that. Um, so and then so just so everybody knows, okay. I didn't know this. Heather was at my house the other day, which, right, by the way, how, how were the lemons? Uh, so they're ready to eat. I have not actually eaten one yet. I'm excited about it, though, because uh, I want to make some lemonade out of it. I've got some lavender, so I'm going to make some lavender lemonade out those, of them. Those are Myers lemons, and they really are very, very good. But she taught me something that she, while she was there is that you can actually eat the shoots on the peas, not the peas themselves, but that you can explain what that was all about. Yeah, so essentially they're little tendrils that grab on to uh, you know, propel the pea plant upwards, but those little tendrils are very small and sweet and they're delicious. So we literally just pinched them off and shoved them in our mouths in your yard, um, you know, because they're, they're tasty, but they can be chopped and put into a salad. I, you know, I just, when I'm out there, I, I tend to eat them. Uh, the other thing that um, my carrots, uh, I've started to harvest, but I've got these incredible carrot tops and those can be eaten too or blended into a pesto, which is what I'm hoping to do uh, later today. I'm going to be blending carrots and uh, radish tops to make a spicy pesto. Um, and that's really easy. It's just a little bit of olive oil, salt, pepper, and um, some pine nuts. So that will be um, something I can then drizzle on fish or food or whatever, I, you know, salads as a dressing. So that could be something you consider. But I mean, we're in growing season now. Um, you know, for us, our ground temperature is finally 70 degrees. Um, I did a no dig bed this year. So in interestingly, it heated up faster than my ground. So it's just cardboard and compost. So I'm planting straight in the compost. Uh, my transplants that I've babied all winter, um, I was a little afraid to take them out, although I technically could have done that last week. We were having temperatures still in the 40s. So um, they are getting what's called hardened off right now. So uh, the way you harden off your seedlings before you just stick them straight in the ground is you, you expose them to the outside atmosphere. 
uh, and double that time every day. So by the end of the week, you're at a full at length day and it's sitting in the spot where it's going to go. Uh, we're going to be spiking here into the 80s today, which is a huge change from last week. So, um, you know, you just need to keep in mind that they're very much like babies themselves. And uh, you may need to throw some shade cloth or place them in the shade away from a critter. So right now it's 77 degrees. So I'm gonna be acclimating today uh, for about four hours, but it will be in the shade because it's quite warm uh, for here right now. So um, we don't wanna um, fry uh, my babies that uh, I've worked so hard to grow. But um, last night I put in uh, radishes, tomatoes, peppers, me uh, melons, um, and I used a plant partners book by Jessica Walliser because just like people, Plants have friends too. And so I've purposely laid out my garden to different vegetables that have a friend and that way they will complement each other as they grow and keep pests away. Huh. Interesting. So, so what, so I, I, I feel like I just entered the twilight zone. Plants have friends too. They do. So what, they what plants are friends with each other? That's a great question. So, uh, so there's two reasons for plant partners. So plants communicate with each other through the World Wide Web of roots. And so the mycorrhizae fungi, fungi um, is sort of their way of talking to one another. And so obviously if I can encourage a plant to grow, uh, we can put it together. So one of the easiest ones is tomato and basil. They go together really well. Um, and then certain plants like to be beside each other. So carrots and radishes like to go together. Um, but I'm also putting in flowers that are acting as trap crops. Not only will these flowers or herbs make my vegetables sweeter, but they'll also propel the bad guys away um, or attract them and distract them from what's growing nearby. So um, with my cucumbers and tomatoes, I have uh, soaked some nasturtium seeds. Uh, they're a beautiful color. Uh, some of them climb and some of them just sprawl. So depending on where, the way your bed is, they're in a bed where they're gonna climb. Uh, so they are very tasty. So it, you can actually take the flower and put a little cherry tomato inside of that flower and it gives you a little peppery, spicy tomato uh, companion. So, um, so I put that in and then with my carrots, I put in alyssum. So alyssum is a, is a trap crop. So it's gonna keep away uh, the carrot flies, carrot maggots essentially. So, um, so a lot of people get squash borers this time of year. It's a very annoying little animal that gets inside the squash vine and it ends up killing the entire plant. And so the nasturtiums will keep them away as well as sage and thyme. So a lot of really good opportunity to plant inter interplant with your uh, vegetables, uh, herbs to keep away the bad guys. So without going back and listening to that 16 times and trying to figure out how to spell all those fancy words, how, how would a person get that information? Do you have a website or something that they would go to do yes. that? So I just put up my seed starting class on YouTube. You can look at Garden Thoughtfully and that's there free. And then you can send me an email at info at gardenthoughtfully.com and I will send you the seed starting uh, guide, which will talk about those plant partners. But Dave, if, if they wanted to come to you to get that little bit of extra flab off before they head out to the beach, how would they get a hold of you? 
Uh, well, the best way to uh, contact me is through email, and my email is Dave, so D-A-V-E, at can do fitness, and that's spelled K-A-N-D-U-F-I-T-N-E-S-S, and when people contact me, it's important that I, I, I find out about them. So we, we will hop on a uh, call and we'll go over things and uh, we'll find out what works and what would be best for each person. So in the last couple of minutes here, as we, as we close this down, maybe Dave, you could give us just a couple of tips on what we should be doing over the next two weeks to get out there and, and be fit. And then uh, Heather, maybe you could just tell us, you know, what 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 do we need to be looking at in our garden over here for the last? Uh, we got a couple minutes left here. Dave, give us a minute of, uh, you know, what what should we do right now to get rid of that last minute stomach that we don't want to show at the beach? All right. So uh, based on on the, the things I was saying saying earlier, uh, do some kind of strength training Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, do a, you know, little legs, upper core, um, add in other things in there, um, anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. Um, and then just be active, go for walks every day, throw on a backpack, add in weights in your backpack. James, you have experience on that. And you know that when you have a heavy backpack on, a normal walk becomes so much harder to do. So um, adding, you know, 10 to 20, 30 pounds into a backpack and just bringing your dog for a walk for a half an hour every day is a huge thing. Um, eating a less overall food, eat that huge salad every day, more protein and drink more fluids get plenty of sleep as uh, Craig, our last week's guest was speaking about seven and a half to eight hours of sleep every evening and decrease your overall stress. Doing those things, you will, you know, shape up in no time. And Heather, what, what do you think that we should be doing here in this right at this time of the year as far as our gardens go? Well, I think the biggest thing you can do is get out and get planting. I think uh, if you're looking from a financial standpoint, food has risen about 12% already this year. Uh, that's not going to go away. And uh, you would be doing your family and your community a, a great service to be able to grow your own food, which also you know, relates back to making sure that we have food in case the supply chain were to break down again. I think about our friends in Texas who had that late spring uh, freeze and there were people who absolutely did not have enough food on hand to feed their families. Had they had a cold frame in their backyard, they could have easily walked outside and you know, at least had enough food to feed themselves for some time. So I, I do believe that food security is a serious issue. I do not believe we're out of the woods when it comes to 
both inflam inflammatory inflation uh, due to excess spending by our government, as well as uh, I don't believe we're out of the woods in terms of supply costs because gas has gone, uh, gone up dramatically this year. So, you know, food is definitely going to take a huge bite out of your budget, no pun intended. So it's, you know, fiscally responsible, as well as I think also a good thing for you to be able to provide for yourself and potentially your community. And your health. Yeah, I think that's great stuff. And we're healthy, wealthy and grateful. We want to thank you for coming to listen to us. Hey, we got Coach Dave, Heather Andrews, and myself, James Johnson. Remember to live like you're going to die tomorrow and plan like you're going to live forever. And we'll talk to you real soon. Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember, live like you are going to die tomorrow and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.